Welcome to Resources for the Road, a podcast by Next Trucking, where we try to provide fleets with tools and knowledge to help them keep the wheels turning. As our namesake suggests, we craft each episode for you and your life on the road by tapping thought leaders from companies across the globe. We deliver best practices and useful tips that accelerate growth for owner operators and small fleets alike. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Resources for the Road brought to you by Next Trucking. I'm your host for today, Gabrielle, and I'm joined right now by Will Mitchell, who's Vice President of Origination at Forum Mobility. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about zero emission drayage trucking and all that it entails. So here to help elaborate this topic and provide actionable advice for those listening in today is Will. So thank you, Will, for joining us on today's podcast and welcome. Good morning, Gabrielle. Thanks for having the forum on. Appreciate the opportunity to speak with Dre Shrutters. Absolutely. Uh, well, to start us off, for those who are listening into the podcast, maybe for the first time today, uh, go ahead and give us just a brief bio with your name, your title, and a little bit about your role within your industry. Sure. Will Mitchell with Form Mobility, uh, heading up Origination, which is our bales and incentives teams here at the company. Um, we're very focused on providing um, you know, high quality infrastructure to the drayage fleets uh, in California and beyond to facilitate their transition from a fossil fuel based uh, logistics industry to a zero emission based logistics industry. Um, and the sales team and the incentives team um, really facilitate that through two ways. Uh, one, the incentives team goes out and there's a ton of federal money out there right now, whether it's through um, federal legislation that's passed for the last couple of years, or grants from programs that have been existing for a while that just haven't gotten much attention, or state programs um, to help transition entities in the most cost-effective way and with the least impact to uh, individual wallets, particularly small independent owner-operator wallets. Our incentive team goes out and seeks those incentives both for our charging depots and infrastructure, which we'll talk about, as well as our zero-emission trucks, which we now actually have operating on the road in the hands of small owner-operators. And then our sales team does exactly what sales does. They go out and they um, educate the industry on the challenges and our product and how it can be the right solution for them. Um, we spend a lot of time out in the field meeting with truck drivers, meeting them on their, their terms, um, hoping to help them understand the regulations that are coming, uh, the options to cost-effectively transition to zero emission, and all the ways in which form can be a reliable partner for them uh, over the next decade as this transition occurs. Well, thank you for sharing just a little bit about your background, Will. Uh, so that way it gives our audience a better idea of just what perspective your insights are coming from. So if you could, uh, I think this is a great time to get maybe an update uh, from what Forum Mobility has been up to. Uh, could you just tell us about the company's origins and just what services that you offer today? Absolutely. So the company uh, is a uh, newcomer into the trucking space. However, we are not a newcomer in the infrastructure development space. Um, all of our team, uh, which was founded about uh, 18 months ago, um, has extensive decade plus history of developing large scale clean energy infrastructure across the United States and internationally. Um, everyone has built and actually taken a concept, seen it go to something in the ground and seen it operate at scale whether that's with solar or battery storage or pumped hydro, infrastructure and solving real world problems with clean energy solutions 
is in our DNA. And that's exactly what we are here to do with the trucking industry. There is a, whether it's policymakers or customers, large customers are demanding the transition to zero emission solutions. And the only way to do that is if there's going to be a lot of charging infrastructure installed, a lot of clean trucks or zero emission trucks um, brought onto the road. And that's what we're focused on. We really do that through, through two ways. Um, one, we go out and we develop what we call depots, which are essentially large-scale charging facilities. And we develop those in proximity to the ports, right now Port of Oakland and the San Pedro ports in Southern California. Um, and that's where you would have 50, 100, 150 trucks plug in, charge overnight so that they can run, do their runs as needed, but generally like during the daylight hours. Or if there's an operator that needs a different schedule, we'll work with them on that. Um, and so building those charging depots, going out, getting the real estate, doing the entitlements, getting the interconnection through the electric utility, which is a really long process, and then actually building the chargers and facilitating all that. That's what we do. We also go out and purchase trucks for drivers. Um, and then through a, a lease process, essentially, we will offer a brand new zero emission truck to a driver of any size and shape and get that in their hands so that they don't have to go out and spend that, you know, those dollars on buying a new truck. We'll, we'll buy it and then lease it to them, make that large investment a small cost for them so that they can keep doing what they do, which is moving product, keeping the um, supply chain economy moving, which is really, really important, of course. Absolutely. And it's just quality and plenty of services there. And thank you for just giving us an overview of what Forum Mobility has not only been up to, but uh, what variety of services you offer. Well, I actually wanted to also ask you about the Harbor Trucking Association, which has been highlighting the number of trucks that we have in LA and Long Beach that are now actually forbidden from entering the port uh, due to clean truck regulations. Now, Matt Schrapp, who's been a guest on the show, says that this number is 20%. But I want to ask you, what do you think this drop in capacity actually means just for the overall supply chain? Absolutely. So the Harbor Trucking Association is a, is a fantastic organization that uh, does really well by their members. And, and Matt Schrapp, the, uh, who's running it, uh, is, is excellent at protecting his members and advocating for them. Um, he also is really good at looking down the road and understanding where policymakers are going, understanding where the technology is going, understanding where the industry is going. Um, and the truck and bus regulation was 15 years in the making. That was first implemented in 2008. And it took effect on January 1 of this year. And it essentially said that if you're operating a vehicle 2010 or an engine 2010 or older, that vehicle is no longer eligible to be registered in California. And though that's starting to move out some of the oldest vehicles in the fleet here in California. Um, now that certainly will have an impact. I've seen numbers anywhere from 6% to 10%. I haven't seen 20%, um, uh, but to us, what the implementation of the truck and or the taking effect of the truck and bus regulation really means is that the, the transition from clean trucks to zero emission trucks has begun in California. And so it is most likely that 13 years from now, all trucks in California will have to be zero emission. That regulation, uh, the clean fleets rule has not been finalized yet, but it appears to be on track and on direction. And so, 2023 was the big demarcation where it went from clean trucks to now it's really about zero emission trucks. And then starting in 2024, when the advanced clean fleets rule is likely to take effect, 
That's when any new truck entering the registry in California or seeking to register in California is going to have to be zero emission. So we, we view that the race has begun. Um, we're here to help with this transition and provide the infrastructure needed to truckers so that they can continue doing what they do. Um, and we're doing that through our depots and providing cost-effective truck solutions, particularly for owner-operators, small truckers and owner-operators. Well, in terms of this transition, you're obviously helping the issue with electrification, uh, but is there actually something not so obvious that we're seeing here as we start to transition? Yeah, there's a number of things. One is um, this transition is, is not going to be easy. Uh, there needs to be about 53 chargers built every day starting a couple weeks ago to meet our zero emission capability. For the amount of trucks, there's about 30,000 drainage trucks in operation just in California. California registered operating in and out of course, about 30,000 of those. There's more drainage trucks operating throughout the state. But to be able to maintain that level, electrify that fleet, provide sufficient infrastructure to do that, you have to be about 53 chargers built a day. Um, and we are committed to building as many as we can, as quickly as we can. We have our first depots coming along near the Port of Oakland, near the Port of Long Beach, um, in the inland area of the Bay Area, in the inland area of the Los Angeles ports. And so we want to be able to serve that transition to keep those truckers on the road as quickly as possible. Now, some of the challenges are folks usually would say, okay, well, I'll just take my existing fleet and I'll convert it to electric behind the fence at my facility. If you can do that, great. Um, however, in most instances, I would almost say nine out of 10 instances, there's not enough electrical power behind the fence at these facilities to do that. It's very rare. Additionally, the amount of time it takes to get the electrical system upgraded at the existing facility can take two, three, four, five years. And so it's just not efficient or feasible for them to continue their business operations while that happens. And so the solution that we provide is economies of scale. Um, you know, it's, you're not going to solve that 53 chargers a day doing onesies and twosies across the state. You got to go do it at hundred chunks, 150 spots at a time. And so lesson one is if you can do it behind your fence, go for it, but most likely you cannot. And when you can't, you then you need to start talking to a service provider and a solution provider like Forum Mobility that can help address that outside the fence. The other element is that, um, the trucks, uh, have a high capital cost. Um, but there's a lot of incentives available and what we do is we come and we help bottle up those incentives, take it and take a, what can be a high capital cost and turn it into a very reasonable operating cost that is often at or below the monthly operating cost of your current truck. So not only do you get, uh, and you can also get parking with that, you get maintenance with that. So in the maintenance on the electric trucks is substantially less than maintenance on traditional diesel trucks. So while there's certainly some skepticism um, and you know, not a ton of broad knowledge about electric trucks in the industry, because they just haven't been deployed yet, everything that we're seeing from our own deployment is that you know, you're saving on fuel, you're saving on maintenance, and our products provide a lower cost solution than if you were to do it somewhere else. Well, in recent news, Forum Mobility actually announced uh, they have a round of new funding. So uh, can you just tell us a little bit about that and what it entails? Yeah, thank you. We're incredibly excited about this. Um, we've recently announced essentially two investments. One is a 
investment, an additional investment in foreign mobility corporate. Um, and the other is an investment in a joint venture, which is going to be our infrastructure joint venture. And so um, foreign mobility, as I mentioned, is a relatively startup. We've been around about 18 months. Um, we had early seed money um, from a handful of really dedicated and committed investors. And we're really happy to announce that all of those investors, plus a couple of more, have doubled down on their investment in foreign mobility um, and are committed to say, hey, listen, we wanna, we wanna fund you so you can go out, hire the right people, do what you need to do, and, and, and go ahead and make this transition happen. So we're incredibly proud of raising our Series A uh, fundraising, which is something that is gonna propel us in the multiple years forward. And then the really big announcement is that through um, strategic investors, as well as um, some, some new entrants, we've formed a joint venture, a multi-hundred million dollar joint venture fund, which is actually gonna go out and, and um, invest in the infrastructure that we are uh, developing, actually gonna fund the infrastructure that we are developing. And that scale of $400 million really puts us in incredibly strong footing to go out and make sure that we can build those depots that are 100 spots, 150 spots, 200 spots, because there's an enormous amount of capital investment needed from that. It shows us, one, that investors are committed to the forum team, which is really important. We've given them confidence. Investors are committed to the transition to the electric future. And investors are committed to electrification of trucking and drainage in California and beyond. And so we're incredibly excited by this. It puts us on a really strong footing. And our goal now is to put that capital to work. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing. Well, Will, you've recently deployed your first trucks and chargers in Southern California. Could you please give us just a little bit of update on that and how it's been going? Absolutely. Um, we're incredibly proud of our deployment of trucks and chargers at Height Logistics, which is a uh, family-owned um, logistics firm that's been operating on the port of Long Beach for over a decade. Uh, the CEO, Rudy Diaz, over there is a visionary in the industry. Um, he's fully committed to taking his whole fleet electric um, and we're incredibly grateful that he entrusted um, his first uh, trucks and chargers with us. Um, we are deploying an initial three chargers and five trucks with him. Um, and those, those uh, chargers were installed uh, at the end of last year. Those trucks were delivered at the end of last year. And um, they're already starting to run loads, um, which is incredibly exciting. Um, what it allowed us to do, uh, Rudy and Forum, um, is get a feel for how these trucks are going to operate, right? What's their range? Um, what's their capability? How's the charging work? How's the timing going with that? Um, we ordered uh, three different models of trucks for, for Height Logistics. Um, so a BYD, a Volvo, and a Kenworth. And that was really important to us because we wanted to experience the diversity of the manufacturers and really get a sense of how each one differs, um, what are the pros and cons of each. Um, and then uh, Rudy wanted to experience that as well. And so we're working on it together. Um, you know, it's a learning curve for both of us, but for us, it's really important to have roads or excuse me, have trucks on the road running loads. And we've also heard from large uh, BCOs that they're specifically seeking zero emission trucks out there to move their product out of the ports. So we see a, a growing opportunity that if you have zero emission trucks on the road, uh, companies that are focused on moving their product, addressing their scope three emissions, they're looking for you. They're desperate to find the solutions. And so we're really excited about that. We probably have um, one or two conversations a week with a BCO or a major corporate 
that is trying to move their load zero emission. So we're happy to direct them to hype, and we look forward to, as we get more and more trucks on the road, we've got more coming in the spring and summer, be able to continue to do that so that the supply chain can fully uh, decarbonize um, and, and meet the goals uh, that consumers want. Uh, will we wrap up every podcast by asking guests what kind of advice they would give to small trucking companies, either owners or operators of small fleets? So what's your golden bit of advice? Yeah, so we are 100% committed to owner operators and small fleets. Um, it's in our business model. There are um, uh, the logistics business in Southern California and in Northern California really was built on the backs of small owner operators. And we want to see them continue to operate and succeed and flourish. And so as the transition to uh, electrification and zero emission happens, um, we want them to not get frustrated, not leave the state, want them to know that there are solutions out there that are cost effective, that are not gonna interrupt their business and that are gonna keep them operating. And come talk to folks like us. We can help them with the investments. We can help them with gathering the incentives. We can help them get into trucks if they wanna get into trucks on their own. We can help them with charging. And so just know that while there's a lot of change happening, there are companies that are dedicated specifically to owner operators like Forum, and we want to see them continue to flourish because they've been working hard. They help keep the supply chain moving both in the state and nationally, and they deserve it. Absolutely. And if they do want to reach out, Will, how would they do that? Sure. You can go on our website at forummobility.com, and we've got a number of ways to get a hold of us there. Or you can reach out to us on LinkedIn uh, at Forum Mobility, um, or you can meet with us at an HDA event, which we're at most of the HDA member meetings. And then we're also going to be announcing some demo days for some of our depots and trucks this coming year. So um, please keep your eyes and ears open. Uh, we, we certainly hope to be very visible out there. And if for some reason you haven't heard about us, um, uh, please let please let us know. And uh, we'll definitely find a way to get in touch with you. So a lot on the horizon for 2023. Well, that wraps up the conversation for today. So thank you to Will for joining us on today's episode of Resources for the Road, where we discuss the possibilities of zero emission drayage trucking. So thank you, Will, for being on today's podcast. Thanks for having me for on. Really appreciate it. Of course. And as always, if you want to learn more, please visit nexttrucking.com and look for this podcast wherever it is you get your podcasts at. I've been your host, Gabrielle. Thanks for tuning in.